continue learning Kitzer. We're discussing Hilchais Nitilas Yidayim. We said yesterday a bit, a bit of a chedish that if a woman gets up in the middle of the night and for whatever reason it's very difficult for her to wash her hands and let's say she needs to take a drink, she's pregnant, she's nursing or whatnot, there is a makim to be medical that she could just wipe off her hands. And this is for multiple reasons. And this should not just be done for no reason. This has to do with the fact that it's the middle of the night. It has to do with the fact that she's going back to sleep. And it has to do with the fact that she might have a din of a chayla ensuing share that we just spoke about. And therefore, if it's difficult for her, she's allowed to wipe off her hands. But of course, if one is not a chayla and one is a healthy person, but they're just a little bit lazy, but they want to have a drink in the middle of the night, then of course, before you make a bracha, you're going to wash off your hands Nitilas Yodayim. Continuing the morning Allah in Sivzayin over here, the Kitzer says, quoting David Amelch and Tilim, Barchinafshi is Hashem, Vachol Kiravai Hashem Kutshai. That when I am Mavariach Hashem, Kol Kiravai, all my inners as well are blessing Hashem. From here, says the Kitzer, we learn out that when one says a bracha, not only should your hands be clean, not only should your face and your mouth be clean, but your innards should be clean as well. What does that mean? Says the Kitzer Shokhanach, you wake up in the morning, you have to use the bathroom. And therefore, the first thing you're going to do, we already spoke about, is you say, Maidani. Then you're going to put in your tzitzis. Then you're going to go and you're going to wash the Tilsi Dayim because you don't want to touch any part of your body. But after you wash Tilsi Dayim, can you make a bracha? The answer is no, because you have to use the bathroom. And therefore, you're first going to use the bathroom, and only afterwards will you make bracha. So the kitchen here actually says something I don't think most people do, is right then you walk out of the bathroom, you say, Most people do, which what the Mishnah Brewer quotes in Simon Dalit, is they wait to get to shul, and they say all those brachas together with the list of brachas. Whichever way that people do it is perfectly fine. And we finish over here with scenarios in which you're going to wash your hands and not make on the TLC daim. Everyone knows of such cases. The case that we all know of is you stay up Shavuos night, so there's two reasons why you wash your hands in the morning, either because your hands were dirty or because you just woke up. If you stayed up Shavuos night, you don't have those reasons, so you would wash your hands without making a bracha. Happens to be Shavuos morning, what we do is we use the bathroom, and then we're allowed to make a bracha. But other such cases are, you sleep during the day. Someone takes a nap during the day. When you wake up, you should still wash your hands. You're just not going to make a al-nitilas yudayim. And finally, he lists a whole list of cases that you're supposed to wash your hands afterwards. Some of these are known, some of these are not known, and these are all because these are activities, these are actions that impart ruach ra to your hands. What is the list? We're just going to read it. Number one, kam minamita. We all know this one. It's in Simon B. Siftas in the Kitzer. Number two, you leave the bathroom or the bath house. This is the reason why some people don't wash the tilsi yadayim for bread in the bathroom, because the bathroom is an area halachically that has tom on it. Our bathrooms, not something that most of us are overly concerned about. We'll leave it at that. No you cut your nails. You cut your nails. You're supposed to wash your hands afterwards. You cut your hair. You take off your shoes. One is with their wife. You touch a louse. I don't know if that's so relevant. Hamafles begadav, you delouse your garment. Again, I hope that's not happening to anyone here. If they are, please do it outside. I feel like if you don't touch the, how can you delouse a garment without touching the louse? I don't know. I guess someone who knows how to delouse will teach us afterwards. Of course, thank you. Uh, you what? A lousing cleat. Okay, it didn't know it exists. <laughs> you scratch your head. What does it mean? It means a deep scratch. It doesn't mean touching here. It means a deep scratch. You touch areas of your body that are normally covered. You leave a cemetery. You attend a funeral. Or you give blood. So in all of these cases, some of these happen at some level constantly. You cut your nails, haircut, 
um, wake up, scratch your head, touch your shoes, touch covered parts of your body, you're supposed to wash your hands. If there is no water, on a lot of these, we will be lenient just to wipe off your hands. In the middle of learning, in the middle of davening, you accidentally scratch your head very deeply, you touch a part of your body. That is nitilas yedayim. And in many of these, we should try this ruach rats, uh, something not kosher on your hands, this tummy, should try to wash your hands. Whether you have to wash with a kli, whether you have to wash three times, these are things that some are mocked with to wash with a kli. Each and every one of them is debatable, including using the bathroom. And we'll leave it with that.